Principal Garrity, I understand you wanted to sit down with me and my son? Yes, Mr. Anderson, and I'll cut straight to the chase. Little Johnny here has been listening to far too much Why Did We Ever Meet, and his grades are suffering accordingly. Daddy, am I stupid? No, 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 you're not stupid. Actually, yes! I can't believe we got you again! If you listen to Why Did We Ever Meet, you are a stupid idiot! You don't, you don't, you don't. If they thought I wouldn't bring my own family into this, they were dead wrong! If you are a stupid idiot, listen to Why Did We Ever Meet at JabroniU.com. If you are not a stupid idiot, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com. Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B Plus in Bradenton, Florida, it's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Salorzno, and Bonesaw, Ryan Rudnick. Oh yeah! And we're going to be so brief tonight because we're just covering night 13, uh, a night that didn't already, <laughs> totally already happened by the time we dropped the last show. And then so I knew what was going to end. I knew how the main event ended up playing out, but. Yeah, me too. Thanks to you not reading the internet well and then also not keeping your damn mouth shut. I beg to differ. I think oh, I, I, thought, I, actually, read it, I, I read it forgotten. very well. <laughs> I actually forgotten what the results were going to be. So I watched that completely not thinking about what you had ruined for me. So it worked out anyways. Oh, thank God. I was having other thoughts during that match. <laughs> so this, this night was, man, this was a true, true to form A block, A block, best block night, man. I thought it was a pretty, uh, yeah, I thought the pacing was a little, a little interesting because I wasn't a huge fan of the main event. So it felt a little weird to me. Yes. Okay. And, so, and it started off, but it started off with a bang. Yes. So that'll, uh, um, probably in the early going, it uh, may. We'll see how that ends up affecting our uh, ranking. But I think there's okay. a clear number one here, and it was not the main event. It God no, it was not. Uh. Well, let's. Uh, fuck. We can tear tear into this. Let's uh, do the business really quick because we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any pre business. So. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at JU Wrestling and on Twitter at JU underscore wrestling and of course at jabroniuwrestling.com. If you want merch, you can find JU Wrestling gear at our Threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com. And if you want to email us, just hit us up at jabroniuwrestling at gmail.com. Anything you want to email us about, we'll read it on the air. Just anything you want. No matter how profanity laden or <laughs> insulting it is to us. Um, Bonus points if it is profanity-laden and insulting to Hiroki Goto. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> and, of course, please rate and review. Give us the sweet Dave Meltzer five-star on Apple Podcasts. And remember to like, share, retweet, subscribe. Save those things to your portfolio. Do do anything that'll help us. Tell a friend. Uh, Add it to bookmarks. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. Add bookmark it. And, <laughs> And tell tell a tell a friend if you enjoy it to listen to the show. Then they tell their friends, and then everyone's like, "Oh my god, stop talking about that show! I don't want to listen to it anymore. I'm sick of hearing about it." 
I think the only thing I ever bookmark anymore is recipes, and it's been that way for like seven years. Yes, well... It's all they're good for. And and, jabroni you. And much like every other person who bookmarks a thousand recipes never to use them ever again for the rest of their life, but it's that feeling that they're there, bookmarked, ready to go, whenever you're going to not use them. One day when I'm feeling adventurous, I'll thumb thumb through it and realize, yeah, I am going to order out. (laughs) Good idea. All right, uh, so we're... uh, we're back at the home of the Han Basho. The Edion Arena, baby. Osaka. Oh, okay. I don't know where the Han Basho is. Oh, it's there. I don't know where it lays its head. There there are there are several Han Bashos. This is home of the Han Basho. The only What's... one the only one that matters. Okay. So we're on uh it's October 9th, yeah? October 9th. It's yes. days days and days ago already. <laughs> 2021 and again we ponder the question who is max the max maybe mm. it's the picture max scherzer oh god i hope not i'm a mets fan oh he's a he's a red ass no i don't i hope it's not max max scherzer <laughs> i feel like he doesn't have such time for fun fun and games and people like toriano would would drive him insane throw a fastball at his head and and kevin kelly proclaiming that he's a mets fan for one, now I know that apparently Mets fans don't like the Dodgers, so that's or maybe well he was a na- he was on the Nationals for a little while there, oh, so okay. I think that that would be that would be some NL East uh, uh, rivalry lingering there. Okay, well then that, that that makes more sense. But the bigger takeaway here is it made me realize how obnoxious Yankees fans are, and yeah. it uh, reminds me of that time where Ben Affleck was shooting a movie. And they wanted reindeer games. Uh, wh- whichever, whichever one they wanted him to wear a Yankees hat. He's like, I'm a Boston fan. There's no fucking way I'm going to put a Yankees hat, even for pretend, even for my <laughs> job. <laughs> Which kind of made me, you know, go like, ah, you're obnoxious as well. But okay, that's, <laughs> that's fine. So he, so he's like, I'll wear a Mets hat. That's the best you're gonna get out of me. But a Yankees <laughs> hat is not gonna touch my fucking head, no matter what. <laughs> and yeah that's okay so I, I i yeah i hope it's not max scherzer either fuck him <laughs> plenty of plenty of, like? I, I i'm still doubling down my money that it's max power mm-hmm. it's my, that's my choice it's a good choice all right we're 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 gonna get into this now special singles match uh to kick off the night uh ishii versus hiromu takahashi and so I wrote this one down as number three, but I'm not against calling it number two. I also called it number three. We'll we'll see where where we landed on number two and all that stuff, and the, we'll, we could we could play around with it. This is on it's on the table again. I, I agree. I'm I'm willing to move this to number two as well. Okay, I I only added the addendum that I was willing to move it to number two pending a discussion because I thought that there <sighs> that there might be a discussion on your end, but I initially jotted no. it down. As a hard number three. Yeah, it was because it was a it was a solid solid hard hitting match with pl- plenty more 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 to do here, but it was a good good kicker, uh, good kickoff match. Yes, a short little little spell. But what it did not kick off with was any sort of offense whatsoever. What whatsoever? Because <laughs> the first thing it's oops all evasions. They could they, <laughs> not one neither one of them could land a blow on each other, and they just went on like that. And it was fast, and it was it was just a great start to the night. 
Ishii showing off those that fleet footwork. Oh yeah, he can he can crank up the speed whenever he wants to. <laughs> he just doesn't want to. Yeah, and and why why would you? I why would you be fast when you can hit your problems away? When you could when you could be headbutt. Yeah, exactly. Hiromo is hitting Ishii as hard as humanly possible, and it is doing nothing to him. <laughs> and then Ishii Ishii blasts him one, and Hiromu just. <laughs> crumples yes cr- crumples <laughs> is the exact right word i and I, I love that every time when someone takes a bunch of hits and it's like all right my turn one boom <laughs> to the floor and i and i mean when i say they weren't doing anything to ishii like well first of all when i say that Hiromu was hitting him as huge as, as as hard as humanly possible i'm not exaggerating he was laying into him and ishii was just like sitting there like just looking at it, like... It, it didn't even disrupt his breathing pattern. Yeah, it, it was insane. <laughs> and then Kevin chimes in with, I know what you're thinking. If I got hit like that, I'd be dead. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Hiromu is doling out some strikes that have got Ishii looking like, why did I agree to this match? <laughs> Why couldn't I have just gotten Bushi? <laughs> Isn't Master Wado wandering around back there somewhere? Can I have a couple of young lions tonight? <laughs> yeah, I'll t- I'll take on both of them, and I still won't break a sweat. Any anything but this. There, uh, uh, Haruma did his Death Valley driver on the apron, mm-hmm. and Taito Nakabayashi starts screaming, "Ishi, give up!" Yes, please, this match is going to get worse for you before it gets better. <laughs> uh, Hiromu slaps the fuck out of Ishii, and they mm. trade headbutts. <laughs> and, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, y- you know, Ishii doesn't care about getting hit as hard as humanly possible, and neither does Hiromu. And putting two people into a match like that can't possibly good for the other's health. No, no. It, when headbutts actually meet, it's yeah, it's just a disaster. I have to look away a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's there's, there's co- you bang a couple coconuts together hard enough, <laughs> yeah. one of them is gonna crack. You got juice, baby. Big juice. <laughs> Hiromu goes for the Kazadora, and I think he was trying to roll Ishii through for a side head throw, but mm-hmm. he just plants Ishii's skull into the mat instead. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Ishii like fainted mid move and just like landed on his face. Yeah, I liked what they were trying to do; it just didn't quite work out. But and I I found that this happened several times in this night. Like there was. There were a couple. I felt like there were like three specific botches, and this. this I'm looking at you, Shingo and, and Tonga. Yeah, <laughs> but but somehow, great like through the grace of God, all these things still ended up doing something that looked painful. That you know mm-hmm. was as you know as painful as a wrestling move should have been, and not like oh you messed that up, and now I uh. have neck problems. I, I think there was one time where Tonga like went for a lariat in the corner on Shingo and just kind of accidentally just kind of put his arm across him, almost to shield him from like a, a hard break in a car like your parents would do. Right. <laughs> and then he had to flex like, oh yeah, I did it. <laughs> I don't think that would look too bad. <laughs> 
so so now uh Hiromu uh, his running Death Valley driver in the corner just looked great. Mm-hmm. He does that move all the time, but this one like specifically like Ishii yeah. like bounced off of the corner. I was just like that looked really good. It looked good enough to merit writing it down. Oh, holy God, Hiromu winds up off the ropes twice and gets absolutely all of that lariat. Yes. It was thunderous, and it was, oh, just gross-sounding. Mm-hmm. Vertical drop brain buster. Nope, just kidding, small package by Hiromu. <laughs> Can't get him on the first one. No, no, why, and why not? Uh, Ishii hits the brain buster and pins Hiromu in 18 minutes and 13 seconds. There and, it is. And this was one of the first truly g1 feeling special singles matches um it it was really great to watch these two tussle again yeah and this is a this is a match i'd i'd watch over and over again Mm -hmm. and i don't think the likelihood of tying any sort of stakes to this sort of match would you know whatever happen unless they seem to like ishii for uh hey we need to take the never open title off of someone before (laughs) we put on someone else so you know Ishii, Jay White, let's let's do that again. Get the belt yeah. off of him so Move Jay White around. can be like, okay, I'm done with New Japan or whatever. And, <laughs> you know, and then put, throw that belt on Hiromu because if you're, you know, mm. they've they've got Robbie Eagles running running with that belt. You know, give give him the never open belt. And then, hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, I like I like that as opening it up for more of a transition to a heavyweight role too. Yeah, sure. Which is which is the which is the roadmap they're laying down, obviously for him eventually. Yeah. So, so they keep teasing it. Maybe this. Yeah, that'd be a good way to do it. And I always, you know, I I like I like seeing Hiromu with a belt around his waist. It just seems like having that that junior heavyweight belt around his waist is just too. It's just no it's challenge anymore. It's too small. <laughs> it's too small. Literally he, and figuratively. Yeah, he needs he needs some some weight, some mm-hmm. some never open weight. <laughs> Who knows how much that belt weighs. Could be ten pounds of gold, could be ten pounds of feathers, which weighs the same amount as gold. Fooled you? No, it doesn't. Feathers way heavier than wait. Nah, shit. Now doing science on the air. No. So yeah, great, uh, great start. Uh, I called it number three, and you know maybe Mm -hmm. we might end up calling it number two. Who knows? Uh, This was the match of the night for sure. Kenta versus Zack Saber Jr. This match was great, and I. I heard that this match was was good, mm. and I didn't I didn't really get anything ruined for me about it. Um, but I was seeing some rounds of of gifts of the main event that yeah. made me think like maybe the main event is going to be really good too. And I just didn't hear about it. I, mm-hmm. I you know I the first thing I did is I just deleted all of the uh, all of the social media links off of. I, I made it so that I have to go through a couple extra steps to get to them, so I'm not so tempted. To, so I see the blank spots, and I go, oh, okay. Don't just right. mindlessly the, go onto Twitter mm-hmm. and then immediately go like, god damn yeah. it. Yeah, do, do it deliberately. Eyes, eyes averted slightly. Right, so I so I, I have to go through a couple extra steps. But there, there was a gif of something that happened in the, uh, in the, uh, in the main event, but I did not activate it. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you already knew the ending. Yes. Yeah, so, something, <laughs> something's going to happen in that match. So maybe that match, maybe that match is really good. I don't know. But now I do know. And uh, it, no, it'll it be, wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so here, so here we go. 
Oh, baby. Kenta right up in ZSJ's face. Yeah. And that that felt... That's a good sign. Yeah, it felt really, <laughs> it felt really good. Yeah. And they... The, the the picture that they're building in the backstage area with, with Kenta, while he is, uh, you know, making everyone and their fat mamas mad at him. Yes. Uh, he's also sort of been painting the, uh, you know, the last time he said, this is 2021, Kenta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, ZSJ will have some things to say about him. Let's put it like that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow, starting off with striking, fuck yeah. Um, mm. You don't usually see a ZSJ match like uh, start off like that. And you don't mm. see ZSJ out on the floor too often, so... No, not as much of that either. Uh, they're, they're playing Kenta's game in this match, and mm. ZSJ yes. is fully committed to playing Kenta's game, so... Mm. Uh, they, they're, just, they're just pounding on each other. Yeah, you get uh, ZSJ just like kicking him in the knee constantly, yelling Kenta every time. Yes, Kenta. Um, oh, you know this. This is later in the match. I didn't write it down, but I was thinking it while it was happening. And you said mm-hmm. kicking him in the knee. Uh, mm-hmm. That part in the match where he was just kicking his knee at the angle sideways. That yes, that you're not supposed to kick knees like at each other. Fucking do it! I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad right you trust there. Zack Saber Jr. to make it look like he's hurting you that much. Right. <laughs> I'm saying these people trust Zack a lot. <laughs> Those look so painful. Oh, that was great. Yeah, it was mm, very, very good. Uh, Kenta tries a boot on the chest pin, and he barely even gets a one count. <laughs> just, <laughs> just that just gave me a chuckle. Uh, this match is running. Li- this match is running like we're in an Ishii match. Yeah, kind you know, of. Yeah, like way more than a Zack Saber Jr. match. Yeah, way more than that Ishii match we just watched. <laughs> Get up, dickhead! And then he immediately runs into a green killer. <laughs> I lo- I I just, I my favorite thing in a match is when something just backfires on someone yep. and spectacularly at that. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Oh, okay. Why did I do? Why did I tell you to bring it on? Uh, these camera guys are really mm. good at setting up deceptive shots that make it look like the wrestlers are way farther away from the ropes than they actually are. Yeah. And they so, do a good job. like, this is, like, when Kenta's in that double arm submission. Yeah. And, uh, so, like, we've, we've seen Zach tap a couple people out with that. And mm-hmm. so this is... You've got the one thing that this is the first G1 match of the night. Yeah. You know, it's not... It, it's definitely soon for Kenta to be tapping, but uh, it is alarming, especially to see him in the middle of the ring where, you know, if they're like, hey, let's have Zack win this match in like yeah. seven or eight minutes. Yeah. Was this the double arm bar you said? The Yeah, the one where both of his arms were... were Oh, I thought that was late. I thought that was later in the match, and then they did like a really, a really cool rolling around sequence to get Kenta to the ropes. Right? Was that the one where they kept kind of jockeying uh, for position? Uh, no, that was that was a little okay, later. That this was, was okay. relatively early in the match. Got it. it th- speaking of the cat, you remind me there was there was a Sonata match uh, a couple a couple weeks ago, I think, where like they pl- pl- plant. Well, I don't remember who it was. Planted Sonata and then put him into submission right under the rope. And, like, he had to do everything in his power to, like, to pretend he was in agony and stare at the mat uh, yeah. to not just go, like, rope. Yeah. I, I remember that. 
<laughs> and the camera had to like get the right angle, so it's like it was, that was really funny. <laughs> but yeah, like that that camera that camera pushed in just enough. I was like, oh my god, he's mm. in the middle of the ring. This is not good. And it just kind of slowly like crept yeah. out right at about the time where he's like, okay. And all right, now he's gonna grab the rope. Oh, the ropes are right there. And then, and then he grabbed the rope. Like what? Ca- ring awareness. <laughs> yeah, the the cameraman also ring awareness. It right. was it was shot very well. It, <laughs> Zack Saber Jr. rolling through the psycho knee into a knee bar. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. And Zack Saber Jr.'s uh, what gives him superpowers is kneeing him right in the face. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, now here's the part you were talking around. Uh, okay. Holy God, Kenta rolling around trying to beat that knee scissors submission. What the fuck was going on there? That, that was that was crazy. It was that was so cool looking. Yeah, that that's one of those things where it's just like, well, yeah, they're just rolling around. It's like, no, man, that's like that took such such precision to make that look as graceful and skillful as it did. Like you could you could tell it's like, all right, now now Zach had the upper hand. It was getting back in position, and then Kenta regained some control. It was it was a really cool sequence. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, Kenta made Zack pay for that crazy clutch he did and just slapped the piss out of him. Oh, man. There were a few. I think earlier, too. I think this actually this had one of my uh, previously mentioned favorite things. I think uh, yeah, Zack was giving him a bunch of palm strikes, and then Kenta responded with one of his own that just crumpled him. Yeah. Uh, that happened a couple times, though, in this match. Yeah. Because so, Kenta hit the fuck out of him a few times. Yeah, and when he was, when he was laying in these uh, palm strikes... Like, I would say that Kent has been hitting everyone as hard as possible with those palm Super strikes. Hard. But Zach was selling them because every time mm-hmm. he hit him, he'd fucking fall down to his knee and mm-hmm. then he'd pop up and fall down to his knee and pop up mm-hmm. and fall. And I mean, like, it looked mm-hmm. like he was just slapping him like a foot mm-hmm. away every time. Like, oh, it was so good. Yeah. Did, <laughs> you, you know, this, uh, you know, we were talking last time about uh, matches that might actually be worthy of entering the conversation for match of the tournament and i i think this one uh will be will be mentioned in in that company yeah this definitely deserves this is one of the one of the more fun matches that uh, i've experienced to date this one was a blast yes and i to zach saber jr's face <laughs> and, and i like that it happened so like so early yes yes and it, it, it i wouldn't have normally circled this one you know maybe a couple weeks ago as oh yeah, this one this will definitely be somebody we look at as a potential match of the tournament contender, but both these guys have been so good this whole tournament that yeah, it was. Now uh, ba- back into the match, a couple more notes. Uh, go to sleep reversed into an ankle lock, and yep. it's nice to see Zach pull a fundamental yeah a I was fundamental really, I was submission move out. Like <laughs> I like I would almost <laughs> I kept waiting for him to like all right he's gonna like jump on him now and spin around 360 and rub his elbow into his back of his knee or something. It's like, no, he just kept a good old ankle lock on for a bit. You know, if if Michael Cole had been calling this match, I think he would have called that a desperation maneuver. Ooh. Um, yeah, that was a desperation maneuver. Uh, it's He telegraphed I, it and I, came I, up with a desperation maneuver of his own. <laughs> and I, I feel like, you know, Kevin, uh, Kevin Kelly, you know, call like one it's new japan so i feel like people call commentary in new japan differently anyway mm-hmm. but in like my michael cole has an exciting way of calling commentary where it's like like yeah if zack saber jr just pulled a ankle lock out of 
out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... That do- it does feel like I'm just running on instincts going back to my the roots of my roots. Right, exactly. Because, you know, when, the, when was the last time you ever saw Zack Sabre Jr. just pull out an ankle lock? <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it was... I, I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And, man, it's... It's a good point. I, I didn't appreciate it as much in the moment, but... It, given this yeah I, I i got it i get it and in an, an alternate reality i'd love i'd love to see michael cole just randomly call some new japan uh commentary although i think during the, <laughs> the pandem- closest we got was that beast of the east special <laughs> <laughs> um i worry he actually got to call the match like a normal announcer as opposed to having to cram in 17 promos every three seconds and wonder what's happening with uh roman reigns later tonight oh yeah for for sure um i I actually, I, I, I watched something on YouTube where he did a, uh, he did some archive commentary and it's, I think it's more in that, in that new Japan style because also mm. it also was a Japanese match, but I don't, I don't remember mm. who was in the match, but it must've been, it must've been someone that had passed through WWE. Maybe it was a, maybe it was a Liger match or something. No, maybe. But yeah, just, just thinking about, uh, you know. The the fucking voice of WWE, yeah, call, calling <laughs> calling commentary for any other promotion is yeah. a, that's a weird Ford concept to me. It is. It's a weird. It's a weird thought. But man, the man's got chops. He's a pro. He could do it. He just he just have to change the modulation of his voice so that we couldn't. You don't recognize him immediately. It's like is that Michael Cole? He's so he's so subdued and you know not yelling at me about Snickers. <laughs> no, I'm not hungry, Michael. I will uh, wait. Holy God, Kenta again capitalizing on the exposed turnbuckle hits. Oh, yeah, even I forgot that those were there. I took out those turnbuckles again. Yeah. Zach's weakness, biggest weakness. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> they're you know, the the the, the uh, exposed turnbuckle is uh, probably going to get some sort of award at the uh, end yeah. at the end of this G G one season. Busy. <laughs> it's been it's been causing the people a lot of pain. Yeah, I mean if and the night the night's not not over. I I mean it, it's I would like I could probably go back through the notes and just anytime someone gets a victory I'll just give the exposed turnbuckle two points see see what it does. <laughs> I like this. I like this. <laughs> and uh, he hit he uh, Kenta hits go to sleep for a victory in twenty two minutes twenty four seconds, uh, and again points wise. The A block is anyone's game. The everybody everybody in here is awesome. It's fucking it's crazy how well this block turned out as far as quality competitors scoring lots of points. But there's a couple people that are out. Yes. And I like it. <laughs> Speaking of people who are Ooh, out of this I'm one, excited. We, I'm excited to get to the end and talk about who's out. <laughs> we we come we come to our uh, next match. Uh, I called this one number four. I. Was crazy. I'm gonna let you talk me out of this because you you should, and I just want. This is how I reacted in the moment. This is my number two of the night. I was talking about I, that I needed a very silly Yano match. I needed a count out with some craziness, and I got it. Yes, um, it, I got it immediately upon asking it, and I thought it was a stupid silly match, and, and it was funny. So I was I was enjoying myself. It was I was feeling good. Right after Kenta and ZSJ, it somehow it somehow cleansed the palate perfectly. So. Probably yeah. a victim of its circumstances as well. And to to speak on the subject of, you know, haven't haven't uh, seen a Yano match 
that was uh, really worthy of taking taking the reins of class clown this year. Um, mm-hmm. th- this one might be the first one where it's like, okay, now you know we got we got a stew going. Yeah, th- this is this is something here. I I cannot I can't even think of what would be the next best competitor for class clown of the tournament. I mean, maybe maybe Yano and Keta. Maybe. And that was that was but that was that just was more all... that was more funny than clownish. Yeah, well, or humorous even. Well, we'll you know we'll, different we'll, we'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We will. Oh baby, Yujiro kicks Yano's smart ass off the apron before the bell even rings, <laughs> and then follows it up with a tope suicida, and Im- and immediately goes to Yano's bag of tricks, grabs a <laughs> roll of tape, and wraps Yano up. <laughs> uh, that was great. Very oh, man, that suicide dive. Like, see, there you go. That's. That's 20. 20 Yujiro versus 2021 Yujiro. That is all the difference in their G1s. And, it, it, and he hits it pretty well. Yeah. Very, very promising start to this match. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, get to read his, he doesn't get to read his line stamps, but the chair is used as a, as a tool eventually. Yeah. Slapping him down in it with the tape all around him. And he didn't need to set him down on the chair, but he did, and I appreciate yeah. that. I really, I really appreciated the um, the potential that Kevin was that you know there was all those sticky blocks on there to hold the line stamp uh, placard, so that they were playing with the idea like oh he's gonna you know the chair's gonna be stuck to it. We wouldn't even be able to get it off him. So I was really hoping when he got toppled, it was gonna be stuck to his ass. <laughs> but they were very weak stickers. So uh, Yano Yano goes for a suplex. And gets his thumb bitten, and then immediately <laughs> driven into the exposed turnbuckle. There That's you go. Four points for the turnbuckle tonight. <laughs> yeah, that uh, 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 that was hilarious. Yujiro goes for his. Yujiro goes to take the turnbuckles off, and he goes for the first one, and he can't do it. <laughs> so I enjoy. I, I did enjoy the uh, the humor of seeing the Tokyo pimp, Mister Big Juice, can't untie a simple strap around uh, blindly by by touch alone. <laughs> his. It's been so long since he's been a young lion, man. He's, for, he's forgotten. He's forgotten more about wrestling than he knows about tying a turn. I'm referring ah, more. I'm referring more to his Tokyo pimp time with the ladies. Oh yeah, it's... you got to get those clasps. <laughs> Can't be fumbling around. You know what killer. his problem is? Is he tried doing it with two hands when he's a man of such skill? He could clearly pop it off with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is just ripping on Marty Asami during this match. <laughs> he was, that's right. <laughs> oh, he's such a terrible driver. Yeah, he, he was. Or so I'm led to believe. <laughs> he was just he was just clowning on Marty Asami. Just... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Marty Marty can't dance. Yeah, he he said like three or four things like right in a row. I can't write all of this. You're <laughs> lay off him, Kevin. Jeez. Oh man. He's just he's just mad because he's getting further further along with uh peter than uh than, than he is so true nah just kidding just just kidding kevin kelly's got a wife and kids he loves his wife and kids he does yano like gino was defending him there for a second <laughs> now that now that i can understand yano family man kevin yano yano low blows yujiro but Yujiro takes Marty Asami with him on the Yano roll-up attempt, and uh, there's no one there to count it, so... It was great. I love that. Oh, jeez. Yujiro is falling Yano under the ring, and Yujiro's prospects for winning this match have just <laughs> diminished drastically. 
Oh my god, Kevin and Kevin Kevin told Peter to go look under the ring for Yujiro and, and she did it. Yeah, she was on the other side, like, like and, I don't I don't know where he is. I'm I'm looking, I don't see him under there. And then I realized the placement of Kevin Kelly in his spot in the ring where Peter was and like oh Kevin, you, you dirty little doggy. Oh no. Oh, come on, Kevin. I'm sure he was just telling the helping helping tell the story, but that might just have been a you know, collateral damage. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> And also, I was I would, as soon as he said it, I I'm like, "There's Peter. Let me watch her." And she she went and looked. I'm like, that's great. You know. Also, what are the chances that Peter or Peter either heard or understood him to, 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 that he was saying like, "Hey, look he under was the ring." Right there. She was uh, she was uh, you know probably just being a good you know pro wrestler and being like, good "I gotta look under the ring. I got you know I'm out here for a reason to help." I gotta do something. <laughs> to, yeah, sure. To do the, fine. Ru- ruin this for me. To dance around with the pimp stick so only yeah. Ujiro could see. <laughs> <sighs> I love Peter. Ujiro emerges from under the ring with both hands cuffed behind his back and suffers a ring out loss in 10 minutes and 23 seconds. He got up onto his head and two feet almost. Uh, and I thought for a split second, he was actually going to be able to stand up at around 18 and a half, oh, but God. his neck was too craned and he, I, and he toppled over, but he made a real convincing show of it. You know, losing, losing with handcuffs with your hands cuffed behind your back is no shameful loss at all. I would have loved if he had made it into the, uh, into the ring to just fumble around trying yeah, to do everything for a that he could with handcuffs on. <laughs> Just to get just to get bagged and rolled up, because I think we've I think we've seen Ishii win or, or I'm sorry I think we've seen Yano win a match with his with his hands cuffed behind his back. Oh, so, I think so too. So you know it's not outside the realm of possibility, especially you know just have Peter hit Yano with the jewels of the pimp stick. It's outrageous. But, and that and that's it's almost a smart move by Yujiro because. Uh, Yano's been using the overhand, uh, the overhook belly suplex, belly belly suplex a lot. It's been looking real nice. He's been putting people down with that. So if you've got your hands behind your back, can't get those overhooks. Yeah. Can't flip you. So I haven't seen him do a bear hug belly to belly suplex. Just, just the overhooks. Going back to his amateur roots, Kevin. He's always going back to his amateur roots. <laughs> you know, it's almost as though they're part of his regular rotation. So there's no need to, uh, you know, mention that. He's Every never he's never time. left. <laughs> yeah. And he's 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 wrestling, which also harkens back to his amateur roots. Yeah. <laughs> at all times. Except when he's handcuffing people. He's doing it. He's going back to his amateur roots and hitting hitting an Irish whip. <laughs> he's going to his amateur roots and uh hooking the leg and uh, with his, with his <laughs> pin, you know, and waiting for the pin to last three seconds. <laughs> uh uh Mo- moving on, uh, and I I call this one number five. Interesting. It uh, but you know it's I I think I think the final match is going to require some very deep discussion, and then we're gonna have to sit down mm. and go, okay, so let's rank this this yeah, this this we'll, and this, so you can put. We'll, it we will probably have to figure this out. I put this number four. Okay. So I'm I'm thinking what you're thinking, but I was a little kinder. Okay. Um, there were there was nothing there was nothing wrong with this match. It just seemed like every other match was mm-hmm. just uh, you know, more more exciting, more stuff going on. I liked it yeah. more. This match, yeah. 
I didn't I didn't feel like anything you know crazy happened in it or no you know it was, it was and just, it never felt like Shingo or it never felt like Shingo was in real danger yeah. so Tonga put up a good fight but it, it never felt which is the way it probably should feel to somebody who has almost who has the least points versus someone who has among the most and is the heavyweight champion like that shouldn't be super close but you right. know sometimes they put up a little bit more of an effort. But there were there was still lots of good sl- slamming in this match. Yeah, there were some slams. I liked the uh, Tonga did the it was like the back the back body drop or like the back sled drop onto the apron. Yeah. And then and then he yanked him onto the floor. Yeah. I wish he would have done that like a couple seconds earlier though. It would have been really funny. Alright, Shingo's getting his breath and then yeah. No, you don't throw him down on the floor. <laughs> Wait a little too long. I you know, P, you, you hit you hit the nail on the head there. I wish more people would uh, wrestle with a "oh no, you don't" type of mentality. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like don't like don't give them any don't give them any room to breathe after you already do like an incredible maneuver on them. Like just fucking, yeah. like fucking hit them with three things and then give yourself some room to breathe. Exactly, and it messes it just messes with the audience's timing. Like we 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 expect to, we understand the cadence of this at times. So it's like when you just break that tempo, even the slightest bit. Like when someone follows somebody on the Irish Whip, like it makes things really cool all of a sudden. Yes, for sure. I'm winning this one tonight, champ. Not you. <laughs> I I like your optimism, Tonga. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I uh, you know what else I love? Shingo's uh, lariat fake out <laughs> and then <laughs> the, the DDT. DDT. <laughs> That was really good. <laughs> oh, it's it's just it's just good. It's like boom, bam, and one for flinching. <laughs> That's exactly it. Oh God, Tonga Tonga slipped. Uh, Tonga slipped while he was uh, trying to do that avalanche power slam, mm, and, yeah. and, and botched it. And yeah, right. thank God it ended up working anyway. But like, yeah. oh man, <laughs> that. The potential for something very bad happening there mm. was uh, very high, but it, mm. he got lucky and landed in a slam, and you know it, it worked. So it worked. He he got lucky too on another uh, where he where he technically botched it because he did it too well. He did the he did a standing moonsault. He he turned so fast that I, I he almost landed on his feet, <laughs> which would have been really cool, but not exactly what he was intending to do. But yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> he fucking he tuck and rolled. Imagine, uh, imagine if Kenta did that. Like Kenta's gonna go for a standing moonsault. Oh, he landed on his feet, and then does the little, fa- the little face kick thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, whoa! Flip. This is twenty twenty one, Kenta baby. <laughs> you gotta back do, to the old new Kenta. Yeah, you gotta do that whole moonsault to get the extra steak on that little foot, <laughs> foot face. A little pedal. dust up. Just a little blip. Just. Oh man, uh, this is this is it, Chato. This motherfucker's going down. <laughs> Every everything Tagaloa was saying during this match was yeah. extremely entertaining. I, mm. I I will certainly listen to the uh, discourse of match uh, ranking this match up a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I don't have a problem with it being number five. It was number five in a night that had you know a lot of good matches. So you know whatever. Yeah. Uh. Last of the Dragon, uh, pin in 19 minutes and 8 seconds. Boom. And Thanks for coming. Yeah, so let, let's uh, let's move on to the uh, main event, because you've, you've had some some really interesting things here, and I, I, don't, I don't know. I, you're causing me to doubt this match, because I, I jotted okay. it down as number two okay. for the 
for the reason that it was the uh, the main event, but I was like, mm-hmm. this thing's gonna have a hard time being better than Zack Saber Jr. and Kenta. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it it'll for sure get number two. Is you know what I was thinking, yeah. but we'll let's go through this match and then we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about what order we're gonna put it into. Why I ranked it number five? Yeah, uh, you you know, but thinking about it, you kind of have a strong case here. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I do. I think it's I think it's crazy but reasonable. Uh, Laura goes, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> Referring to Great Ocon. Oh yeah, okay, uh, yeah, just in general, yes. Yeah, I was like, the entrance. She he yeah. he poked his little hand out the curtain. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> it's that question mark right on his face. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's not a good feeling though. Okay, so five minutes of just poking at one another for weaknesses so i was thinking like okay this is this is a good start because this match will start to cook in you know between the 20 and 30 minute mark yeah yeah i i I said the exact same thing it's like okay they're just i guess they're feeling each other out which will lead to them finding things that they can then do which are awesome uh unfortunately (laughs) Another five minutes of still the same exact thing. So yeah. I was like, oh, they're really going to, it's really going to get crazy in between 20 and 30 minute mark. Abushi's mm-hmm. uh, ability to kick as hard as he does from the ground <laughs> is the really, ground. is really impressive. Yeah, it was startling how much impact he made. An arm drag from Okan, and then he just straight up punches Kota in the face. Like, holy God. Yeah. It was like, oh, man, that was... Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, you don't usually see a straight right hand quite like that with the follow-through and everything. Yeah, it was... Uh, like it was full extension. It was uh, nasty. Unfortunately, now we're at the 15-minute mark. That's all that's happened in this match. We're 15 minutes mm-hmm. in, so it's like, okay... <laughs> I think I think maybe uh, Great Okan might have been slapping Coda's belly at one point. I thought that was amusing. Yeah, that's that was like the, my highlight for the fifteen minutes up until that straight right hand. Oh yeah, so <laughs> so now I'm like, oh man, in between the twenty and thirty minute mark, this match is gonna go absolutely off the rails. Mm-hmm. Okan just pounding the back of Coda's neck. They, they were they were doing this in this match. Just let's hit each other in spots mm-hmm. where people don't ever hit each other. Because you know, even if it only looks as painful to us, we know it's way yeah. worse. Uh, Bomaye and Okan's nose is bleeding, making yep. him the victor. Yeah, second time this tournament. Yeah. Uh, oh my God! Okan ran into Kota's knee at full speed and i have to imagine yeah. that was the uh that was the 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 gif that was yes circulating probably. around out there it was uh it was fucking gnarly mm. uh clamagoye <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one and and okan tried to do a dominator on Kota's yeah, knee. Of his knee. <laughs> and i was like that was... I, I was like that's that's great uh what this match is uh Hitting 20 minutes now, and so mm. now the next 10 minutes are going to be great. Uh, Kamagoye and a pin at 20 minutes and 22 seconds. See, I feel like you just made the case that this was, that the Shingo match was much better. It's, uh... Well, I... You know what? Let's... 
Here, okay, here's the thing. This match, the the two or so spots that it had, mm-hmm. I I mean, I I love the Klamagoye too. So I'll, I'll call yes. that a full. I'll call that a full three spots. You know, I'll give it four because he made because he uh you know. Koda added some color to this match with that first Kamigoye. So I'll give it four. I'll give it four spots. And I'm being generous on that number four. I'll give it four spots. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. All of that happened within the last five minutes of the match. So Mm -hmm. there was only actually five minutes of actual wrestling in this match. And even then, I feel like it was stuff surrounding those four spots in those five minutes was pretty dull. Yeah, uh, it's, it's bad that they rat, like, it's, the potential was there, and then they're just like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna stop it, so, um, yeah, I, I now, upon inspecting, I was excited in the moment, but Mm -hmm. after, after analysis, we got, number two, number two does not suffice for that. No, I, 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 I see what they were going for with the the whole shadow boxing MMA shoot style, like it just, and, and it, it could work, I guess, but it, it didn't not with these guys. I, my, my volume was a little bit lower, but it didn't sound like the crowd was terribly into it either, which that's gonna, that's going to kill it as well. Just we'll, we'll see not trading hits while people aren't clapping. We'll see what, what happened was after, after 10 minutes, everyone got like really riled up. Like, okay, that's been 10 <laughs> minutes of this shit. Like, yeah, let's, there was some, there was some swells. Let's go. And not, yeah. and, I, and my read wasn't like, let's go. We're fucking annoyed and bored. Like, like, let's go. Like, this is going to be awesome. And then it kind of just wasn't mm-hmm. that went that window there where it would have been awesome. It didn't happen because the, the match ended. So, the window of awesomeness was when the match ended because that was when Big Zero was eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's so funny too because on the last show we were like, "Man, Big Big O could go." <laughs> These are two different things. I think he's a competent wrestler, and I enjoy him when he's in the ring. But I don't want to see him like actually win this at all. And oh, I still think his character's silly. Oh yeah, the, the, oh, but he's a capable. I I wasn't completely on him as as a as a wrestler, so that was my. That was my one little hang-up that I'm giving him credit for now. Yes, no, I I agree with you. I blame totally. Ibushi for this anyways. This has Ibushi's, Ibushi's idea written all over it. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, um, I I think it's pretty safe to say that the person that either of us wants to see from United Empire make it to the finals is Jeff Cobb. So... Oh, baby. <laughs> so, Big O versus Evil in the finals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like my $10 back, please. Well, actually, <laughs> let's see. The finals on the uh, on the 21st. So uh, I have 10... Uh, there's 31 days in October. I got 10 more days of not watching New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then I'll have my $10 back, please. <laughs> you got to cancel it before the first of the month. Otherwise, they just have your money. That's how it works here. They do. It's a zero-sum game. Oh, hey, but at least the the yen the yen's a little little weaker to the dollar now. I think it's like nine bucks now. Yeah, it's last not, charge I saw. It's like nine nine thirty. So we're doing all right. Nine thirty seven, nine forty two. Something something around there. That's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, we can't. I I can't good conscience leave that as a uh, num- number two. Thank um, you. And also, some sometimes this numbering comes really fast. So it's sure. And also, I knew it was going to be a discussion that we had to have. So this is this mm-hmm. is fine. So we could yeah. we could start well, retooling things. Once Kenta's ESJ basically got a number one next to it after it happened, and it was only the first G one match of the night. Yeah, we kind of knew we were in for uh, some some strangeness in the ordering. 
Okay, so let us for sure call Kenta and Zack Saber Jr. number one. That's for sure. That's no. That's no contest there. So we've got that, and we've got. Uh, I would say for number two. It's gonna be either Hiromu and Ishii or mm-hmm. or Shingo and Tongaloa. I'd say Hiromu and Ishii, yeah. Yeah, I got it between those two. That was my my pick of the two. Okay, well then, then that bo- then that boils it down. Okay, but but in exchange for giving that, I want Yano and Yuji at number three. Uh, that is acceptable to me. Was the main event really the worst match of the night? I thought so. I, I at no point got into it, and I, was, I, I knew I was, I was griping with it already, so I was like, this this is just not going to work, and it didn't. All right, well, by by my own logic, it had the least amount of wrestling in it. You know what? It had less than five minutes of wrestling in it. Uh, by our own rules, that's an automatic number five. <laughs> okay, so it's a uh, one for Kenta ZSJ, two Ishii Hiromu, and then we called Yujin uh, Yano number three. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going for. That's what I'm insisting on. I uh, I concur. That okay. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. All right. And so that puts uh, Tongalo and Shingo at number four, and the main event at number five. So this match. Uh, oh yeah. This match really uh, kind of went in reverse order in a way. <laughs> but you know, if you it had should ha- it should happen like that sometimes. Yeah, and as the old saying goes, if you have to follow Hiromu Takahashi at any point in the night. You You're have at to... risk of being upstaged. Yeah. So um, we'll jot down Kenta versus ZSJ for matches of the night. And I'll give them a couple of little more checkerinos here. One for you, Kenta, and one for you, ZSJ. All right. Zack Saber Jr.'s uh Zack Saber Jr.'s creeping up here. Good. Alright. Well then, uh that's all the uh, wrestling for the night. We'll uh go to the ceremonial reading of points. Fill me in. A block. Shingo Takagi. I'm doing it the wrong way. I do it by the most points. With the most <laughs> points, Kota Ibushi. He, Sneaky. he just pulled into the into the lead with that one. He's so. all by himself in the lead? All by himself in the lead. Oh, Absolutely unbelievable. But don't worry, because like I said, this block is anyone's game still. Uh, with yes. 10 points, we have Shingo Takagi and Kenta and Zack Sabre Jr. Ooh, man. That's a fun, that's a fun tie right there. With 8 points, Tomohiro Ishii, Great Okan... And yeah, those are the two with eight points. Uh, with uh, with four points, Tagaloa, Yujiro Takahashi, and zero points because he is disqualified <laughs> after the first night. Tetsuya Naito. I almost forgot who it was. I haven't thought about him in three weeks. <laughs> I only think about people with, with non-shredded knees. Yes. Also, it goes without saying that uh, Zack Sabre Jr. was constantly asking him how Naito was doing on his way to the <laughs> ring and during the match and probably after the match and probably in the post-match comments, you know, <laughs> just, just in all the relevant areas. All right, then let us move on to post-match comments. 
Kanemaru comes out and says, look, look at that. Look at me. I didn't even break a sweat. <laughs> Hiromu comes out. Am I an idiot for going head to head with a heavyweight <laughs> like Ishii? Yes. yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. Long time no see, Noah Kenta. I thought you stopped going hard in the paint, dickhead. Uh, I thought you were only into finger painting at this point. I got knocked out by you multiple times between 2011 and 2014. Then you went to play in the World Wildlife Foundation. (laughs) (laughs) You know... Terrific. Just terrific. I don't know if... I don't know if in New Japan they have a mandate where they're like, we do not mention WWE by name. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea that they don't, but people yeah. don't do it anyway, you know, as to mm-hmm. not, you know, to invoke the Candyman. Yeah. And they and they always they always have really funny ways to you know work around mentioning mm-hmm. WWE in this you know instance calling it you know calling it the World Wildlife Foundation which it's fantastic yeah you know in two thousand three back when it was still called the World Wrestling Federation and they did their whole get the f out campaign changed the WWE because the World Wildlife Foundation. Foundation t- sued them for the initials and won, which is hilarious. I still can't believe that happened. That, that was right at the time I decided I might as well get the F out. Yeah, and you know, honestly, it's good to see something like the World Wildlife Foundation beat nationally, you know, publicly traded WWE. It gives you just a smidgen, a smidgen of hope to be stomped out and extinguished, but it's there for, it's a flicker for a moment. Yeah, it's, it just makes you think, you know, Maybe this planet isn't going to uh, burn while, you know, the ten richest, <laughs> the ten richest kings with the all the money. Kings of Europe who can own computers. Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, God! When I win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, Kenta Darling, you can have the first match. Hmm, I like that. Kenta comes out and says in English, "Zach, you need to understand." You're still my young boy. You're not on my level. <laughs> and then he goes uh, then he gets, uh, in Japanese. Uh, R- Rado, <laughs> referring to El Desperado. <laughs> Rado, don't go running your mouth at me. You were so worked up you had to live cast about me on Twitter. Twitcast. Ridiculous. What I wanted to say was those ladies on TikTok are improper. (laughs) (laughs) Yujiro comes out. Yano reminds me of the manga character Pataliro. You know who that is? Okay. (laughs) Peter's like, now he's like, maybe it's a little bit before your time. Uh, So then he says, Google it. So I did. Uh, <laughs> Pat Paliro is a is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by Minio Maya. The comedy manga was serialized in Hana Toyume from 1978 to 1990. Uh, the story the story focuses on comedy 
primarily the wacky adventures of Pataliro himself and the kingdom of Malinera. Uh, the 10-year-old diabetic brain... The, the main character is Pataliro. Uh, the 10-year-old diabetic brainchild king of Malinera. When he becomes frustrated or embarrassed, he grooms himself like a cat. <laughs> and so, you, uh, uh, Yudro, uh, he says, uh, no... Uh, he's, he's like, does, does, uh, does he use handcuffs or, or no, Peter asks if he uses, if he uses handcuffs, re- referring to Pataliro. He goes, no, but when you see him, he'll remind you of Toriano. <laughs> I can see it. And <laughs> yeah, it's look up Pataliro. It's, it's silly. But if, if Toriano was a, you know, late seventies manga character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bears a passing resemblance. Turiano comes out. That hurts. Somebody call the cops on him. Runs runs off. <laughs> uh, Tongaloa has been delivering some really humble promos. Like, he's just happy to be here taking on these people at the G1 Climax. Mm-hmm. And, and he has at times referenced his relative inexperience, which is really humble, considering the fact that he has won the most tag team championships <laughs> in New Japan Pro Wrestling history. See, when, I think he needs to take some tips from Tamatanga. Tom, uh, yeah, you know, for... Congratulate the people, but also, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, congratulations, Shingo, but also, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, Koda comes out and says, he must have trained in an earlier life. <laughs> that was intense. <laughs> Koda really just so weird. sometimes just says some really strange things. So I guess the new weapons that he was thinking about dusting off were uh, stalling for time for 15 <laughs> minutes and uh, making really weird observations in the post-match comments. That concludes the events of night 13 of the G1 Climax 31. Uh, final thoughts, Bonesaw? This is, a, this is a really exciting night, and then it uh, ended not so great. But it was uh, overall. I thought it was a really exciting night in in a lot of ways. Keen observation is a warrior's greatest weapon. <laughs> I think Koda's onto something. <laughs> if, yeah, this was a, this was a weird night. Yeah, it's and that's that's fine. Uh, we and I like I like that it changed though. I like that I got so excited at the at the kickoff with the two matches, which were fantastic, super fun. Yeah. And then Yano and Huge gave me exact. I, I felt happy because I just I asked for that, so it's like like opening a Christmas present. Yeah, if they if they and had then a, I, and it, I had something to complain about at the end. So actually, yeah. this is actually a perfect night of wrestling. <laughs> I get to get some of that stress off out of my shoulders. Yeah, well, I don't get to. Bi- I feel like we don't get to bitch enough about just dumb decisions. Like if we got if we did a if we did a WWE podcast, it would it would be too much of that. It would be hard yeah, to find the fun things to talk about. You can't even talk about wrestling when you talk about WWE a lot of the time. Most of the, yeah. most of the reason why is because it's commercials. So there's not really even all that much wrestling. It's just commercials and fucking bad promos. That too. Yeah. So people getting interviewed promos. backstage and then the, uh, you know, the <laughs> interviewers looking off into the distance Yeah. instead of, you know, being like back to you. So, you know, Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good, it's a good change of pace to get some have some have something that I think was really yeah I've, unfortunate and not good. I'm I'm really I'm really glad that uh you know pun intended AEW went all in on uh 
finding those really stupid things and going specifically we're mm. not doing those stupid things right they're really dumb we're not doing them they were always dumb uh, mm-hmm. we are not going to perpetuate <laughs> there's not a way to do it where it's not dumb so we're not going to try to do it right um if you the listener have any uh final thoughts about night 13 cuz you've been si- you've been sitting on this for a while now email us at jabroniuwrestling at gmail.com. defend the main event i dare you coward you you know my my final thought for for this night is if you reversed the order <laughs> it would have been a really really different night that we would probably been like man that night started off you know pretty decent and then yeah. really crescendoed yeah and i like that they gave us like a really goofy strange weird match where they tried the shadow boxing thing in the in the opener like that was that's different but i mean it didn't work but good on them yeah, they yeah they 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 went for it. You know, if it, if it were the main event, it would have been really fucking stupid. Yeah, but luckily we had that other main event, which was a classic match between two fantastic wrestlers, different styles, but same hard headed, strong style. Yeah, and 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 it was extra special because it was a special singles match. They're like, <laughs> let's get all the G one stuff out of the way. Zack Sabre Jr. and Kenta absolutely killed the tournament proper and then it was really special to have that that match right at the end of the night so yeah Mm, and then we'll send him home with a a young lion (laughs) or two young lions we've got a double dose of young lions for for those fans that want to stick around for a little extra something (laughs) i forgot about them yeah i did too (laughs) kanamaru and Desperado leave the commentary booth. I'm sorry. Like, well, we sorry. You know, we didn't even dress to compete tonight, but we're you know we're gonna go. Don't worry, we're not gonna break us. We're not gonna break a sweat. It's not even gonna be that long. Uh, people are gonna start going to their cars, and that's fine. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry, but it was billed as a uh, junior heavyweight cha- tag team championship match. <laughs> a special dark one. I mean, there, there you go. That that's actually fair. Yeah, it's a j- junior heavyweight. Yeah, it's uh, there, there was a G one climax, but you know, you you end the night with the title match. So there you I go. I think I think that's a, and I think that's a perfectly good thing for heel champions to do if they're fighting a young lion. It's like this is for the belt, and so it doesn't, but it doesn't even because there's no chance in hell. <laughs> so it's like, sure, you get your first title shot, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh. You can literally only win the match is if you bring a gun to the match and then <laughs> shoot both of us dead. And it, then, you know, three more times just to make sure that our bodies don't accidentally convulse and roll you over for a pin. And then you might win. It's you the have only to bring way. a gun to the ring and actually another wrestler who's better than you to fire it. Because <laughs> bullets coming from you just can't harm us. Oh, they God. bounce right off. <laughs> Okay, um, the next night of A Block Action is coming to you right after these uh, messages, uh, which is closing closing business. To check out all of the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network, follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club and Why Do We Ever Meet. Tune in to Biff Radio with Ben Center. Be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop After Hours. Listen to all new hip-hop of Flow and Tell and draft pop culture with Andy, James, and Drew on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. 
Remember, if you have any questions, email us at jabroniurestling at gmail.com and to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Like, share, retweet, and subscribe. And, you know, the the other thing. Catalog? Book? Bookmark. 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 Yeah, there it. you go. Do do all of these things and we'll be eternally grateful for you. Like Tongaloa. We're just we're just happy to be here. Here in the G1 with all these fine competitors. Yes. And now we uh the next night of A Block action is uh it's gonna be October thirteenth, which is tomorrow. So that's gonna be that's gonna be good. So uh opening match Kosei Fujita gets to have a lopsided beatdown delivered at the hands of Hirobu Takahashi. So that'll Ooh, be fun. That'll be fun. Kota Ibushi is uh, going in on his special singles match against Satoshi Kojima. Oh, okay. I forgot that he was getting a couple. Yeah, so the uh, the bread maker is going <laughs> to gonna be walloping him with uh, lariats instead of poking and prodding at him for 15 fucking goddamn minutes. God willing. Yeah, Kojima, Kojima won't put up with that shit. And to start off the G1 Climax A block action... We got Tomohiro Ishii and Yujiro Takahashi, which immediately, you know, I'd be like, well, this has the potential to be entertaining, but, you know, now with this year's Yujiro Takahashi, we might have a surprising opening match on our hands. We could. We absolutely could. I wouldn't be surprised if you took a, took two points off Ishii. Uh, then we've got Kenta vs. Tongaloa. Some Bullet Club action there, and that... Uh, Bullet Always Club. a chance for intrigue. Yeah, Bullet Club. Mystery is... clue, or Bullet Clues. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so far, everyone in Bullet Club has been running an honorable match, except for Evil. Evil son of a bitch. I know. Even you, even Yujiro. Even Yujiro. So, yeah, he's been super clean. So, you know. Massive Heater's been just sitting there collecting checks. Yeah, exactly. So, so here's what you most do. Part. Evil, you draw the line in the sand and you say, House of Torture is the new what's what. So, you're either in or you're out. And, obviously, Evil and Dick Togo are in. And then Sho goes, oh, I'm bad to the phone, baby. I'm in for definite. Yujiro goes, I'm, I'm out. I can't, I can't deal, I can't deal with your amount of cheating. Uh, I've been competing too honorably in this Bullet Club. And then Hiroki Goto goes, "Oh, I you seem to be amassing wins somehow. Let's try your way." And I'm I'm going to go there too. So he can grow a mustache and look all evil. Yeah. Gro- oh, grow a goatee. Uh, he probably already has a goatee. I try not to look remember. at Hiroki Goto's face too much. <laughs> well, it's not well, I mean, I I I look at it plenty, but it's nothing registers. <laughs> all I do, like I see there's did you see a polo shirt? Mid, yeah, mid, yeah, a goober in a polo shirt with <laughs> with with, uh, with mid long hair and just a fucking, you know how they blank out people's faces on cops when they don't sign the release form? <laughs> right. Like that's what I see. Uh, we got Toriano versus Zack Saber Jr. Potential, and we got Shingo Takagi versus Great Okan in the main event, and. Shingo will beat a good match out of Great Okan, so agreed. That will that'll be, be a, fun. That'll be a good main event. All right. 
So that's potential. Uh, that's that's it. The next time you are going to hear from us is going to be well. We got we got weekend shows after that. So this is up today. That's your next. That's your next shot of G one action. Uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get night fourteen on Thursday. So mm. that's when when you'll hear from us next. And then, uh, man, after after the weekend, we're we're in the home stretch here. That's right. People are Me especially since I'm disappearing for a short stint. Yeah, <laughs> people are you know people are getting eliminated from the tournament left and right. Bonesaw's eliminating himself from the show. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna do, <laughs> and you know it's we're we're coming to the end, and I have a sneaking suspicion those guys who definitely aren't us are probably probably gonna say some more mean things about some really nice shows on this network. I hope not. That is it's just unfair what they've been saying. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to work on something else that is uh, not directly related to this podcast. And we'll we'll see you on Thursday. So uh, I'm your host, Daniel Solorz, no bone saw. Say goodnight to the lovely people. Good night. Hello, Thomas. Welcome to heaven. Wow, St. Peter! Well, I've gone over my list, and everything seems to be in order, so why don't we get these gates open? All right! You got a special place I can listen to Biff Radio in there? Actually, we do have a special place for that. Hell! Biff Radio's blasphemous propaganda! Listen to it and forever forfeit the kingdom of heaven! Prosperity the morning song? This road you idiots! The Lord again! Home song? Oh, yeah! If you want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to Biff Radio at JabroniU.com. If you don't want to be forever banned from eternal paradise, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com.